Hello, and welcome to another edition of Heart to Art, a podcast designed to get to the heart of the art teachers. I'm your host, Dave Tarzan. So my colleague was using Canvas, and I was like, you just need to use Artsonia. And he said, why would I use Artsonia when I can, you know, I can see what kid turned the work in. I can see that they've attached their artist statement to it. I can give them feedback. I'm like, well, because you can do that with Artsonia too. And the parents will then see the art and the kids know they're held accountable. And they're proud of it, to be honest. So he's like, oh, you can do that. So And you can raise money at the same time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and I do love that I can get the Amazon electronic card because, I mean, I know everyone's done this. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, okay, those five Sharpies just dried out. Right. I need Sharpies fast. And Amazon gets two in two days. Or one. Sometimes I want Right. So the number of times I've done that and, you know, just kept track of, you know, the, the Amazon stuff has been phenomenal. That's Teresa McGee, an award-winning arts educator, activist, and Artsonia platform user for the past 16 years. This week, we have for you an Artsonia teacher roundtable. We want to make sure that the new arrivals to Artsonia are comfortable getting started. I've invited a combined 80 years of Artsonia experience onto the show just to do that. So, for the next few podcasts, we're rolling out the red carpet to welcome our new teachers and perhaps help some of our veteran teachers too. We'll be meeting everybody in just a second, but for this episode and the upcoming few, a suggestion. To get the most out of the episodes, go to artsonia.com and create an account. So then you can click through and see for yourself how easy Artsonia is. Anyone can do it. Now, for a teacher of a school that has never been on Artsonia ever, the sign-up is literally one, two, three. So you're on Artsonia.com. Step one, enter the country location of your school, the United States, Canada, or an international school. Step two, enter your zip code of your school, and then choose from the school list that appears. Now, if your school isn't on the list, enter the school in the spaces provided. Step three, enter your name and your email address. You're done. It should take you maybe two minutes tops. Now, please don't get frustrated if you go through the three steps and Artsonia wants to send you a verification. That's our security system at work. It simply means there's an existing Artsonia account at your school. Happens all the time. We'll verify that you're the art teacher in that school. It'll take about a day, but I'm sure you don't want anyone you don't know messing around with your gallery. Okay, we're going to jump right into this. First, the introductions. I want to introduce everybody just so we're good just so as we get into the podcast, uh, uh, everybody knows who everybody is. Uh, first of all, we have Lisa, uh, Lisa with us from our CSI department, Lisa Pope. Uh, she's the expert. She's been here with, uh, with us for 15 years. So that's, uh, that's fair. That's, that's strong. We have Susan Bobona from New Jersey um, with us. She's an she's a elementary presenter for Artsonia. We have Trisha Fugelstadt. She is also an elementary school presenter. And then uh, Teresa McGee, she is a middle school presenter for Artsonia. 
So I'm thinking that we can come together and kind of uh, help the new teachers that are are taking a good look at Artsonia coming into the new school year and at least uh, help them into a little less stress in, in, in starting up their Artsonia account. To start, I asked them what they thought was the single most basic question teachers have asked them about getting started. The consensus was how to get students and parents to sign up. And they took it from there. Um. I always have a paper version, so I don't know what Teresa and um, Trisha do because I, I still, I'm in a situation where I only have to get my kinders in and I, and I do still do it a little bit by paper. So, um, you know, I'm thinking I have to get a list from my school. I have to get a list, an Excel list um, sheet with all the new kinders and some emails from mom and dad. So that's what I'm thinking. So what about you two? Well, I, um, had been in the habit of using the open house mode uh, on the first day of school oh, when great. we'd have our ice cream social. And that was awesome. I just had some computers set up and I said, oh, I can see you're not, you know, you're a new student or, oh, you're an incoming kindergartner. Let's get you signed up. This is what we do here. And everybody else was good. You know, they're already signed up because for the last couple of years, we've actually had 100% participation. So I only had to focus on that small group of incoming kids. And now that we're not going to have the open house experience in person, we're going to just email, I suppose, and say, you know, it happens automatically through Artonia. So once I put their email in, they'll get the email saying, click here to confirm your registration. Am I right, Lisa? Yes, you're right. So that could just be fine enough. And if it doesn't work right away, then I can do a personal email eventually and say, um, your students are missing out on an awesome opportunity of having an online art gallery and um, we need you to take a look at this registration again or something. <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> Trace, do you have any other ideas? Anything? Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of at the, it's a blessing and a curse to be teaching middle school. So I kind of love it, you know. Um, so the kids, the nice thing is that the elementary feeder schools, that it's an easy import for me. So if they already had an account with their elementary school, they, I just email and they transfer these kids right into to my school. So depending on um, how well the elementary teacher, you know, followed up with, you know, if there was any missing, you know, permissions, that kind of thing, um, I would just go in and follow up on my own end. So I, um, because I don't do paper with the kids because they don't bring it home and they don't show their parents anything, like, Literally, I just pulled my son's backpack out like last week. I can't believe what was in there. So um, they don't, yeah, they just don't show their parents stuff. So everything I do is electronic. What what I do is if there's a missing permission, I um, enter it in through Sonia, kind of like, all right, here's another little push. But then I also just do, I take that same email and put it into like a, a blind carbon copy email. Like, hey, just want to let you know, I just sent um, an email to you from Artsonia, and this is what we're gonna do with it. And if your child happens to have an account from another school, please tell me. So any kind of move in uh, kids like that. And I've, I found a lot of kids do transfer over to another school and they have two accounts going at the same time. So the nice thing is I'm able to, to merge different accounts, which has been um, very helpful, so. And any problems, call Lisa. 
<laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a question regarding the whole email because I think that it's, I think it's actually, I think, I'm not 100% sure, that it's not really okay for me to be giving Artsonia the parents' emails. So what I've always done, the way I've gotten around, like it's not my, I don't really have permission to give Artsonia the emails, even though I know the emails. So what I've done on my paper that I, because I, like I said, I'm still using a piece of paper, which, and I haven't, I have a way to go about this, but I'll just say what, what my process is. My process on my permission says, do you give me permission to enter this email into Artsonia? So that's what my paper permission says. But I'm almost certain what I did last year was because I think I was trying to streamline it because, again, I think that the district, the parents could say, come back to me and say, um, you're not supposed to be giving a company my email address. So what I did was, is I got all their email addresses and I sent them an email. And again, I said, do I have, it was a Google form. And I said, do I have permission to, to use this email and maybe give me the email you would prefer. And then I had an Excel, a Google sheets that I could use to either send to you guys and put those, put them in, or I could have done it myself manually. So, I mean, I think we should also talk about how to, how to get, how to input the names, like whether you're doing it yourself or letting Artsonia do it. But I'm just saying that is something that teachers should just be aware of if their district is okay with giving out, what, what's the rules about giving out emails to companies? I'm gonna jump in there because I'm also very sensitive to that. I, I wouldn't want somebody to enter my information and be like, why did you put me on this mailing list or something? Um, so I always look and see that we have a list, and I'm sure most districts at this point too, of the kids who you know can't have their name publicized for anything or whatever it is. And so, and it's actually not that long of a list, but if they are, if the, that list shows up and this kid's like, the parents are like, no, I don't want this kid. Part of the, you know, they don't know what they're saying no to most of the time. Um, I will just email directly and say, I'd love to get your kid involved in this. No first, you know, only first names, it's private, you know, that kind of thing. So um, that's, that's been super helpful, just asking them directly. Otherwise, I look at it as like any other, um, any other app that they would use at school, you know, IXL Math or, or Seesaw or something like that. It's, just, it's, you know, that's a company too. So I kind of look at Artsonia in the same way. So, you know, they don't complain about that. I wouldn't think they would complain about Artsonia. So it's, it's sort right. of. Right. Yeah, definitely. And it's not like it enters them on an e on a mailing list when I'm just asking them to register. Am right. I right? right? Yeah. So they can just opt not to respond to that registration and they're not on a list. Right. Lisa, are we still with a class portal? Uh, are kids going to be able to enter their names? Uh, yes. Themselves? Yes, um, a way that some uh, schools do it is um, if you enter the student's name on the roster and you somehow provide the class portal access code to the parents, the parents can then log in as the student and there's a connect parent button. When they click on that, they can add the parent email address and then they have control over it. We send them a welcome email and they can click on the link and register that way. So that's what a lot of schools are doing with remote learning. 
Um, if the student's name is not on the roster um, and they have that access code, they can still log into the class portal. Um, and then there's a button that says, add my name to the roster. So a student can add their name to the roster and then, or the parent can, and then um, add the parent email address. And then the teacher on the other end basically says that's, that's okay. Right, well, they say that's okay by providing the parent the access code. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm gonna add one more, more thing to that too. Um, you know, just even if the parent doesn't officially register, you can still have that the kid can still photograph their own artwork and it still can be part of their portfolio. So you as a teacher can see what they have done, right. but it doesn't go public until the parent gives that permission. So, and so you could have years worth of art that all of a sudden magically shows up from right. a kindergarten. That's, so, right. That's a very good point, Therese. And next week, we'll pick up the conversation from here. On the next episode, we'll talk about how the teachers use Artsonia to make their jobs easier, while at the same time, helping them shine as arts educators and advocates in their own local communities. Thanks for tuning in to Heart to Art. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell your friends. Heart to Art is produced by Artsonia the world's largest museum for kids' art. With almost 80 million pieces of art featured on our website, we have raised over $10 million for children's arts education. Our mission is to bring communities together to celebrate children's artistic expressions. Until next week, keep on creating. Bye now.